What's going on guys? Welcome back to the Goons Podcast. We're currently on our way to a thousand subscribers and 90% of you guys aren't subscribed. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and enjoy the episode. Look at you, your new mic stands. You've got mic stands. You've become You've got bougie, a dog. man. You become bougie, man. This is uh, Lola for all the uh, home listeners, man. H invested is- about three and a half thousand pounds into new mic stands from the uh, business account. <laughs> Honestly, we've got budget ones from fucking Amazon for 25 quid each. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we're working on a budget, man. We've got to make it work. We're a completely new set today. Yes, Maybe sir. Shit is, uh, you know, a whole lot's changing, man. Um, the dog's here purely for views as well, <laughs> by the way. If anyone's wondering why the fuck I'm holding my dog. Listen, when you see the clips from this TikTok yeah. come up on your FY, from the, the clips from this pod come up on your FYP. Um, later on this week, mm. now you know why. <laughs> but um, yeah, everybody, welcome back to the Goons Podcast episode. Is this twenty three now? Twenty four. No fucking way, bro! I don't understand why you sound so shocked. Every time we start a new pod, you're like, "What?" It's actually, episode twenty four. Yeah, fuck. You know, we actually we didn't forget about the podcast, but we've got maybe like four or five. You guests forgot lined about up. the podcast. You only remembered it today. Bro, it's Tuesday. That's normal. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, bro, I, when we filming? I've booked to go Cyprus because I've got to go. Fuck yeah, that was turn bougie on us, guys. <laughs> Fuck yeah, now. Because must be nice go, for uh, some. <laughs> go on, tell them why you got to go as well. I've got to go sign some papers. For what? No, no, no. I can't, I can't talk about that on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's a turn bougie, man. Um, got to go sign some papers. Just going to go see the family. Literally just like three days. I'm going to be there for. But yeah, so H's got, H's got overseas business that he's got to deal with and I'm staying at home to deal with the editing and, and all that <laughs> kind saying of stuff. that, but I'm still going to take my laptop and get... Um, we're I'm shooting only with, playing G, you know, I'm only playing. We're shooting some interesting content today, but no. Um, Put my phone into D&D. But yeah, when, when H says, ladies, gentlemen, dogs, children, he really did fucking mean it. So <laughs> yeah, literally. That's Lola, everyone. Um, um, fuck, what yeah. was I going to say? I was going to say something. What were you going to say? Oh, talking about dogs. Oh no, what? I want a dobe, man. Have we have we have I said that I want a dobe before on the pod? I don't know, but listen guys, to the people that actually listen to us every week, like you're gonna realise very soon or would have already realised that H has weird obsessions with weird things. And they come and go normally in about month no, no, four no, no, week no, no. time periods. I used to say that I wanted a German Shepherd, but then I I had a dream. I had a Doberman. I had a dream. Like, my dad came home with one, and I was pissed at my dad because he wasn't a puppy like the dog. And my dad came it's home. fully grown. Yeah, it was fully grown. That's the best part about getting trained. a dog, isn't it? Yeah, that's what the I thought. Puppy. The dog came home and was, like, fully trained in my dream, and, like, like he did everything that my dad said. But I was like, Dad, like, what, man? Like, I wanted a baby, and I wanted to do this all myself. That is. The, the best part, I think, I the most enjoyable part of a dog is when they're a puppy and you watch them evolve and mm. their personality traits start to become stronger and stronger. And I think it's, it's, it's like a, it's a really good like discipline. I think to have a dog, especially a dog, which needs a lot of attention and work. It's the closest thing yeah. to raising a child, isn't it? Really? Yeah, literally. But the, the, the thing with the child, although it's like a longer process and there's still a baby, I feel like they're going to pick up commands and stuff like that a lot easier than a dog would. And you think? The, I think yeah. some dogs are a lot cleverer than some babies, bro. <laughs> Do you know what? One thing One thing that's interesting. I know some stupid-ass babies. <laughs> what animal, like, no, there's no human that comes out of the womb and, like, they're walking. But, like, animals, as soon as they come out of a womb, they'll take their first steps almost instantly. So that shows, like, how fucked it would have been thousands of years ago in the wild when, let's say, if you had yeah, But a we were a prestigious specimen of, of yeah, animal, what, though. What sets us apart is thumbs and our... Brain? Um, Exactly. What I'm saying is a woman would have given birth back a day mm-hmm. and the woman would have been in some secure place where 
the baby didn't need to be moving for food. They would have things in place where the baby would be fed. And do you not think that's absolutely crazy? That like, that like I can imagine this years ago, our ancestors were probably just given birth to in a fucking cave somewhere, bro. And imagine, bro, how imagine how many babies they would have actually had and then not conceived because there's something. There's like, no Johnnies and there's no morning after. So how they're many, just popping them out. How many people do you think have lived? I, I know the answer. The estimated number for the amount of people that have lived ever. Oh, fucking hell, bro. I don't know. Just have a guess. Well, I'm saying, okay, so if I'm going to work this out mathematically now. So there's 7 billion people on average in the world, right? Right now, it's, it's close to 8 now. Okay, so let's let's say 7. Well, let's say, should we say 7 or 8? Let's say 8. Yeah. No. Okay, so we'll say 8, and we'll say average lifespan over the course of the universe, let's say 50. Because now it's closer to 100, whereas before some people would be lucky to make it past 30. Yeah. Yeah? So 50, so 2,000 years divided by 50. Before then, though, there was 80. There's people 80. Oh, bro, uh, yeah, you lost me then. Just just take a wild guess. Just the first number that's come to your head. 900 trillion. 117 billion. Only? Mm -hmm. Oh. That's what I'm saying, how significant it is for someone to be here. I think each man has yeah, 150... Yeah, and what did Pav say? Our, our recent, our recent um, podcast said... Uh, pod guest said he had 100... His sperm count when everything was sorted was 130 million. No, bro. I, I, th- I think it was probably more than that because I was going to say average is about 100 to 130. He said his that was like way over. No, he said the minimum was 70. Oh, was it? And his was 130 from what it was before when it was like 600,000 or something. Think about how many nuts someone's bust. How many babies that have like been conceived, wasted. but there's like a thousand. No, but there's, no, not a thousand, but there's millions and millions and millions. I of wasted like, some babies this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's like millions and millions of sperm cells and stuff like that. Like these are all opportunities for life, but people are that lucky to be here. It's a crazy way to look at it. And now it's you've a got crazy a, way to got, appreciate got, life. Uh, now I saw an actual sound come up on TikTok and it was like, you are special. Mm. Doesn't matter how how you take it. You are special. The the chances of you actually being born and being conceived was one in one hundred and thirty million. Mm. You were the one in one hundred and thirty million that won, that got conceived, that attached to an egg, yeah, that was brought into this world. So you already are so unique. It is crazy. You know, you know, like so, men are made up of an X and Y chromosome, and women are just XX. But right. the amount of Y chromosomes is slowly decreasing. Obviously, that's what makes a man a man. Like, obviously, that's over evolution <laughs> of people being less like men. Being like shameless. I, yeah, literally, bro. Like, that's an actual fact. Do you know how fucked that is? Yeah, but uh, you, you, bro, like, the society less, that we live in now shows that yeah. anyway. There's less need, though, for a strong man now to carry the fucking boats. <laughs> Who's going to carry the boats? <laughs> And the logs. <laughs> they don't know me, son. How are, how are, like open are his eyes? When he, they don't know me, son. That, that, that video fires me the fuck up, man. I don't even care. What about the other day when we were in the gym? Well, the other day in the gym. Was it Saturday? Was I actually, hey, just smashing out some fucking 40, 40 kg incline dumbbell press. Going, they don't know me, son. <laughs> Echoing in the gym and shit. <laughs> um, oh, fuck, you made me lose my, lose my... Oh, no. What I was going to say is it was nice training you on Saturday, man. It was a good session. It was, nice, it was nice to do something. It was a good session. Mm. It, what, wait, it was nice to do something. What, like, because we went know. out after as well. I told you, it was, it was like, like a nostalgic no, feeling, when it, it, it? Saturday. Yeah, it was, it was nice, bro, because the majority of stuff we do now just works. So it was just nice to get <laughs> yeah. out and do something. Like, obviously, we'll, train to get, we'll see each other in the mornings and train in the mornings, but it's different, though. Like half asleep still. 
Yeah. Like it's like get in, get our shit done. Yeah, it's get in, get out so we can crack on. Mm-hmm. Whereas Saturday, it was like our day was pretty much sorted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did it after we basically did our work. Because yeah, yeah. it was, what time did we go? Like four. Yeah, so three probably... o'clock meet, wasn't it? Three o'clock meet. Yeah, so we met at three. Obviously, me and you both got up early and got our shit did. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like, okay, gym, go home, eat, shower and get ready to hit the town. And like, <laughs> that's like was our old Saturdays, bro, when we'd have our days off work and we were starting our YouTube and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Bare nostalgic. Bro, she is chilling right now. Is she in your shot? Huh? I don't, do you know, a little, yeah, just <laughs> below my chest, man. <laughs> she, this is how I sit with her. The dogs are so relaxing. They're natural in, the natural, what's the stress hormone called? The stress, stress hormone. hormone. <laughs> Fuck well, knows. Dogs stress. Naturally, <laughs> dogs naturally lower it. You know, dogs can literally smell if you've got like a certain illness. They can smell. So if you, let's say, if you, for instance, you were releasing dopamine because you're really happy. Mm. The dog can smell that you're releasing ho- dopamine, bro. And realize that you're really happy. The same if you were to release a stress hormone or a hormone to be sad. I mean, I didn't know that was the science behind it, but I just, I did know that the dogs can sense their owner. Yeah. The same way that the chat that we were talking about a couple of weeks back, pardon me, um, when we were saying about uh, a dog on the lead, when you're approaching another dog and you feel yourself getting stressed, the dog senses that through the lead, which means, shit, are we approaching something that's a threat? Why is my boss effectively stressed? I actually saw a video of that yesterday or the day before on TikTok. And these two dog owners were like across the road from each other and some guy's filming it and he puts his head out the window. He goes, don't let them meet. They're tense. They're on leads. It's not the right time to let them meet. And they're like, oh, whatever. And they go over and introduce them like, straight away, bro. Fucking going for each other. <laughs> <laughs> it <was just> like <laughs> that one could have fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, oh, what's man. new in the world, man? The Tates have been charged. Um, I think people are getting the wrong end of the stick with that whole thing that's kind of going on it's not that i think it's a misunderstanding yeah, of the actual law the way that it's been sold through the media is like everybody's guilty. like oh my god they've been charged they're going to prison like yeah. and they've they're 100 guilty like they haven't been found guilty they just yeah. go into court no, the brothers being charged is the best possible thing that could have happened for them because yeah. now it's like okay we're going to go to a trial and get a not guilty or a guilty yeah for me i i regardless of what's said I really I don't still, think no, it, I don't man. believe the agenda. A lot, a lot. That's such a hot take for people that are on far on the left. Yeah, but for me, I, I, I just think that it's just the way to shut him up. The thing is, is yeah, bro. Yeah, the the thing, the thing is, as well, we we have stood strong next to them to throughout throughout this whole process. Obviously, we've lowered our voices because we are a small channel trying to grow, mm-hmm. and talking about that type of shit does the opposite yeah. for you. Not good. So, but we openly, whenever we're in a conversation with somebody that we know or we don't know, we stick up for them, man, because they're intelligent dudes, man. Like they're intelligent dudes that went and got it and, mm. and were a great example for us. Kickstarted our entrepreneur journey. Uh, maybe not kickstarted it, but really took it to the next level in terms yeah. of how we approached it. Oh, bro, uh, just- and and re- realistically, if everything that they have allegedly done was true, would they be shoving content down your throat? No fucking way. Would That's they be the in the public eye? Like people that do fucked up shit, stay in the shadows so that they don't get exposed. Why would it be of his interest, up specifically Andrew now, to be the most searched man in the world, to be the fa- most famous he's doing dude in some the world? Dodgy shit. Like yeah, bro. Like what sane human being would ever do that? Do you know what's if if could you imagine now if like an actual 
I, I, I obviously I don't think this is true, but could you imagine like a video of him came out like trafficking? Women but then what happens? We hold our hands up and say, you know what? We were, wrong. We were deceived. That's the thing. It's by like, a very good actor like, that just acted his way through. That's the thing. When I have a conversation with someone that doesn't agree with what he says, mm. it's I, I'm just straight away just to say I, there's nothing that I disagree with when I listen to him. So like. I think I'll, that's I'll a bit agree extreme. with him. But then, no, okay. But obviously, there's there's certain things that he says, but I know that they're they, a joke. They're trolls, yeah. Yeah, I know that they're a joke. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if he did something that I disagreed with or I had a view that I disagreed with, I'd be completely open about that. Yeah, 100%. People, I don't know, straight but away. The thing is, even with us, they people have an idea of us that, oh, you support Tay and they're fucking, we're working with. Um, with exposing women and treating women this way. You've got sisters and moms and. Bro. My mom likes Tate. Tate. Tate never forced these girls to get in front of a webcam. Yeah. He came with, with a proposition of, do you want to make money and you get your tits out for a living anyway? Do you want to do it on camera? Mm. Yeah, okay. And he fucking took advantage of that opportunity. For me, that doesn't make him a disrespectful man that mm-hmm. is hateful towards women. That makes him a fucking entrepreneur that yeah, capitalized yeah, yeah. on an opportunity that was there. You know, like stuff with OnlyFans. I saw this clip the other day. So moving on from that. Go on. I saw a clip of... A mom has only fans. And? And her kids were getting bullied at school for it. She's got two boys. And like, she was getting angry. She was like, why can't I do that? I've got more money than you. And like stuff like that. And like, uh, could you imagine if someone like in your family, like someone close to you was fucking doing only fans? Bro, you know, you know how fuck that would be, especially for a kid. Yeah. Now, but, but could you imagine going no. to school and that's how you get bullied now? L. Brooke was on Piers Morgan. I saw that actually. And he said to her, what will your kids say? In the future, and do you know what her response was? They'll cry in a Ferrari. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, but who did she copy though for that? Oh fuck! No, I didn't know that, she that copied anyone. A, that, that, that's like a quote. Like I'd rather f- cry in a Ferrari than than like a Persia or something. Well, that's yeah, so would I, motherfucker. But why mm-hmm. are they crying anyway? Yeah. <laughs> like, I it's, don't it's, know. It's a, it's a horrible thing f- to listen to so the people that want to. The people that want to do that and are comfortable with doing that need to be comfortable with the consequences of it. Of it, and. I feel like the people that do it now don't understand the consequences that maybe their future selves would look back on and think, fuck, was it really worth yeah, yeah, yeah. that 500 pounds a month? Because realistically, again, on the Piers Morgan interview with Al Brooke, the average person on OnlyFans doesn't actually make any money. Like they, they start it. A lot of people do it because they like the idea of it. And what they don't realize is that it's probably the fucking grind, like a proper grind. Yeah. First of mm-hmm. all, pushing on socials like Insta, TikTok, that like you yeah. have to be active, and even Twitter now. Have you seen how fucking <laughs> provocative, crazy, bro. bro? Some of the stuff is on Twitter. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the ones I was in, <laughs> you just got lost on there. No, no, no. <laughs> well, yeah, but I was in, <laughs> I was in Cyprus, yeah, mm. and then I was, I never had Wi-Fi, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and this is before I was 18 and it so like you can't go on um you can't go on websites with that 4G yeah. yeah with 4G that are basically naughty websites and um <laughs> and I just I was like Twitter I can use that on my 4G went down a tree <laughs> Super cool story. <laughs> well, you said you said Twitter is so provocative, man, and I was like, yeah. Well, I bust onto Twitter. How about that? <laughs> so, no, but it is the like like what I'm trying to say though is that's a grind, and then uploading content to OnlyFans every facts. day, replying to messages as well. 
But the thing is as well with OnlyFans, people think, oh, I've got 100k on Instagram. I'll start OnlyFans, and because loads of people are in my DMs, they'll fucking just come across and pay me. But what they need to understand is that you need to market yourself. So, mm-hmm. are you gonna are you happy to market yourself as a sneak peek on your actual public profile to generate leads yeah, to yeah, your yeah. paid page? If you're not, then you're not gonna make any dough. Just because you're in a bikini on your fucking Instagram and you got boys sliding up to it, if you don't fucking put a post saying new upload and it's like a new post covering your fucking tits on your story with a link, you ain't gonna fucking do that shit. Do you, do you know what and I, I know your mom follows you, your cousin follows you, your dad follows you, I was just your uncle say. follows you, and they see that just because they're not subscribed to the OnlyFans and they're blinded by that side doesn't mean they ain't gonna see you promoting it. The closest thing when I've ever heard someone older talk about something at least similar, like in front of me mm. was we had like a meeting at school like some kids had been sending news around or something and the head of our year or head of fuck knows the, the head of something said to um he said to everyone he was like how would you feel if your grandmother or grandfather was over your shoulder watching what you're about to send and for me that's the same thing like would they be proud of you bro if you're doing that i don't know well, it's, it's a world that we're not really in and i don't want to throw shade on someone that's doing it because yeah. at the end of the day listen you're getting your bag you're grinding and that's your thing, then you, you can, you I, can I, who am I to judge? Take all of the positives from it. Yeah. Take it. But you have to be ready for the backlash as well. Like anything. People are scared to talk about stuff like that though, man. If they're just going to upset someone and stuff like that. I don't give a say, fuck. Give a fuck. <laughs> now, but do you know what it is though? I actually don't think that we are unreasonable. I think we're very strong-minded in terms of our opinions, but we're never unreasonable to the point where I'm going to belittle somebody and not reason as to why you're doing or acting the way that you act. Did you? This is something that I wanted to touch on the pod. Go on. Because we just spoke about something semi-controversial, but this one, I, did you oh see God. during Pride Month, that school, how all the kids went into school? Yeah. For me, bro, like, listen, if you, if you want to be gay, that's fine. I don't have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. I know girls that have friends that are gay. That's perfectly fine. I don't have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. But to send like a five, seven, ten-year-old to school and for that to be plastered in front of them with a transgender woman up on stage singing and almost programming. That's such like a matrix, like, nah, woke, real, like word to say, but like it almost is like they, they, they don't even, they, they, they don't even know what sex is. Or yeah. anything like that. They're not even. They can't even legally have sex, but yet they can change their gender. I'm gonna come. And I'm gonna like come back to what we just said. How we're strong-minded and re- and we're reasonable. So I completely agree with you. I think that a child at that age has no understanding of themselves, really, of their lives, what they want out of life. Let's break it down into simple terms. Whether they want a fucking willy or a vagina, mm-hmm. like, do you know what I mean? Do you remember anything from when you were at primary school? No, not other thing. than a little bit of Xbox and yeah. playing football in the fucking playground with your mates? Do you, like That's all I remember. So to put kids in a situation where they feel like they need to decide, it's it's harmful, bro. It's, it's really detrimental to the kids. And, and, and like, bro, this kid can't... This kid can't go in, in America anyway because this is where we're talking about. Mm. So this, can't, kid, this kid can't own a gun. This kid can't go and buy a pack of cigarettes. This kid can't drink. This kid can't go to, um, this can't pe- place a bet. This kid can't um, have sex legally. So what in what normal world makes it right or acceptable for a child at that age who can't have all of these basic life decisions that an adult would have to decide probably one of the most mm. important ones? 
I don't think, for me, there's, you get to 18, you get to 20, you get to 25, you decide, okay, yeah, I want to make it. Yeah. Am I going to openly support you? No, but I'm not going to throw any shade because yeah. it's none of my business and I don't disagree with it if that's what you yeah. really want to do. Yeah, yeah. But well, the kids that are going to school, a young kid, I don't think it's fair to be... That if you don't think that I want to involve in that, yeah. that it's wrong. Okay, bro, all the naughty kids at school, why were they naughty at primary school? Because they wanted attention. Mm-hmm. So now instead of a kid being naughty and, and wanting attention, maybe because they're not getting it at home or whatever the reasons... Even just a kid that seeks attention, I was one. So I played up. I was a class clown and all of that kind of stuff. Now, to get the most attention, you can say, oh, well, I, I don't want to be what I am and I'm this. And everyone has to tell you a different, call you by a different name and because mm-hmm. they have to, it has to be accepted. And I understand that they're instilling or trying to instill into the children that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to want something else. And we're going to accept you for that. But to also think that a child is already having those thoughts at that age, I think is very, very naive. Do you you know what you said? You just said something. You said like, it's okay not to be okay and stuff like that. And I was actually having this conversation with my girl last night about like, because she said to me like, it's okay for you to cry in front of me and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't really want to. Like if I'm upset, I'll go to Chris. I'll go to my mum. Talk to them. Mm-hmm. Go to my sister. Go to my dad. You don't but want you don't want to d- your girl to see you in that light. Yeah. If if I've got a family and I've got kids and stuff like that, I've got a wife. I don't want. I want to. I want them to look at me like, oh, fuck. He's a rock. He's strong. Yeah. Doesn't matter what's happened. He's not getting upset in front of us. Mm-hmm. He's strong. I like. I want to look up to him like I'm a, like he's a superhero. I can, talk can take to, anything. Yeah, bro. I can. I mean, I could talk from personal experience with yeah. that. Where I had a similar conversation with my girlfriend, and I said, mm-hmm. I never ever ever showed weakness in the hardest possible times in front of my my sisters mm-hmm. because for for them to feel like oh it's going to be okay i had to be okay yeah yeah, yeah. if i'm the strongest person that they're looking up to up to or if i'm the person that they th- look at and think i want to be like you if i'm being a pussy in front of them no i'm gonna be yeah, yeah, straight yeah, no, true if I'm being a fucking wimp in front of them and I'm crying and breaking down and sobbing and ah, everything's bad, and mm-hmm. they're going to think, well, if he's like that, things aren't going to get better. Mm-hmm. So at the times where I felt like being a pussy, I, I put my face on, I put my face on and I, 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 I act accordingly in front of them and I take myself into my car, I drive around the corner and I might sit and I might mm-hmm. fucking sob to myself like a little bitch for 30 minutes. And I'm okay with that. But in front of them, I'm going to be that superhero like you said. Awesome. I'm going to be that rock for them. So that when all time, when it, we're at the all time worst, they can turn around and say, you know what? We're going to be okay because my brother's okay. Mm-hmm. One thing that I think is important as well for, for like male listeners that are at home, like it's still, there's no issue with not being okay and and go into your friends, or even if you think that it's fine to 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 be a type of way in front of your girl or mm-hmm. in front of your kids or whatever. That's yeah. at, the, at the end of the day, that's your decision. Yeah, we're talking what, from yeah, just we're personal. To, we're talking personally, like the, yeah. But it's still okay. Like if I was upset, I'd come to you. Yeah, facts. and I know th- I know it's the same. Bro, the other I way broke around. down, bro. I broke down into tears on on your shoulder, on mm-hmm. a walk, on the phone. Like I'm not ashamed to say that to you and to yeah, say yeah. that to everyone listening. It's normal to have emotion. I think it's not normal to not. To not f- be in touch with your emotions, I think it's quite powerful to be in touch with your mm-hmm. emotions. I think it's powerful to be able to control them as well. One hundred percent. 
perfectly said. One, one, I'd say one thing that I need to work on is instead of not, not I, I need to act on them quicker. I get very like I like to take a bit of time. Wait, you you need to act on your emotions quicker. N- you think? I I, th- I think that I take because I think disagree. Happen, I think you actually are brilliant at that. You, you don't act on emotion. You process and think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying. Is I think that's. A I'd good rather thing. take myself away from a situation for half a day, a day, a couple hours, and think about something. Yeah. Rather than address it instantly. But yeah, I feel no, like that's why I feel I've like me and you are different. Mm-hmm. Where I could snap on emotion yeah. and act rash. I can as well, but it's got to be something that's really going to piss me off. If it's something that, <laughs> yeah. if it's something, do you know what really actually got to me? This is going to sound so cliche because everybody knows that I love Drake. Actually, do they? No, we haven't really touched on Drake. But not for a while. But in, anyway. the, in, in the Drake Drake's podcast, the last one he did, I got, who was it with Rap Radar? Is that is that the, that what they're called? Yeah, yeah. He he said he's like my not mom the little yachty me. one. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he I just got and he's uh-huh. like, yo, can you bring me bring another me the wine? wine? The wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he brings about this gorgeous, <laughs> yeah, perfect glass of looks wine. perfect. And he has about 74 of them in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, he said, he's like, my mom, like something, some picture came out of him, like that was photoshopped and looked mm-hmm. like he's with someone yeah. or something. And he, he was like, he spoke to his mom about it and his mom was like, use the 72 hour, 72 hour rule. He's like, um, you're probably going to go to sleep tomorrow and everybody's going to care about it. You're going to care about it. You're going to go to sleep the next night. You're going to care about it a little bit less. And then the third night. No one's going to give a yeah. fuck. Including Literally. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, man. So it's like, I, I kind of, I, I wouldn't say that like I got that from Drake, but like naturally, that's just the way that I kind of approach things. If it's something that's not really worth me giving a fuck or my attention to yeah. someone, then I'm just like, okay. Oh, bro, the same thing literally happened to me today. Mm-hmm. Something happened to me last night. I was... I was furious I woke up this morning and I was a lot less furious there's science behind that though when you sleep on things you actually I I couldn't tell you the exact science why but when you sleep on things you process them better so like you know when someone says sleep on it there's yeah. actual science behind that to be to like to make a decision or to act on your emotions okay so why like do people say never go to sleep on a bad terms with your partner then if sleep on it is a good thing why would, would that not I don't apply? know I, d- I don't think that the science is like everybody like knows about it right i just i was listening to a podcast with a sleep expert mm-hmm. and he said he's like sleep on it is actually like a fact it's like if you sleep on something you're gonna get a way better idea and understanding of what I you actually I, want i feel like i've got an understanding of the process that would take place in terms of actually resting and waking up fresh mm-hmm. but i don't really want to talk about it on the pod because i might be completely wrong and sound like an idiot <laughs> no, <so>. no, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no because the science is just going to be off but okay. in terms of my, the way that i would think is that when something happens and you're fuming, the obviously the blood that's in your brain is going to be in your brain because mm-hmm. you're set up and you're like how you are, right? And you're going to go to sleep. Etsy fucking scientist. But the blood that's in your brain where you're obviously having these thoughts mm-hmm. is going to recycle through your whole body multiple times whilst you're asleep that's and it. in your zen mode. Mm-hmm. And your brain is a muscle. When do your muscles recover the most? Is it a muscle? Of course it is. is it? I thought it's it the most organ? powerful muscle. Huh? Is it an organ? Oh, I don't know. No, because you can train your brain. Organ. You can train your brain. I think it's an organ, bro. I think it is. Like your is your brain an organ or a muscle? Okay, so wait a minute. The muscle, the muscle tissue that carries the blood... Um, 
through the arteries mm. it, that's so that's the muscle that yeah, yeah, yeah. would recover so the blood oh, I, I, f- I feel like the way that you're looking at it kind of like it's, it's, do you know it's, what I'm it's saying almost, it's almost like a spiritual way to look but at it but do you see why I said like I don't really want to say the science because mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense but then it's probably completely like wrong scientifically I think it's actually something to do with the way that you dream from what I remember from the sleep podcast it was like maybe a year and a half ago I listened to it but mate what, but I don't always dream you do you don't remember them. things like things like drugs so when I say drugs things like even like alcohol mm. or marijuana or any anything that hinder your dream stop you from dreaming i'm pretty sure right it'll make you dream worse obviously your sleep is so much more inferior when you've got when you're intoxicated with something like that but even even but it if it feels it's been, the opposite though doesn't it yeah thousand percent i think that because you probably could be like could a placebo to- effect though because it's like yeah it's like oh like i don't know that's smash what it's, it's what's associated yeah. with it being tired you know sleep you know Having sex before bed is like one of the best ways to sleep. Like one of the keys to the best sleep. Bro, I sleep like a baby. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. Yeah, but the science behind that as well, for a man especially, because after... You get so, rid of all that bad, that bad... No, so it's like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the, <sighs> no, so it's like when you... When you... When you Fuck me, I bet that looks bare ugly on camera. <laughs> <laughs> when, 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 you, when, you, when you release your sperm, your body sends signals... I've done my job now. I've reproduced. I don't need to I don't need to do anything anymore now. I've reproduced, it's done. This is my one goal, because that's all the goal was. Oh, so I can rest years easy. ago. I can rest now until it's next time to mate. And that's why men go through hornier phases throughout the month as well. Well, to be honest, I I mean, even though I'm not re <laughs> I just know I'm not gonna say it. Sorry, <laughs> <No. laughs> we'll talk about it after if you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> It's not a bad, but it's kind of bad. I love, I'm very like at the moment with life and how I eat and how I how I would relax. I'm very in like my getting at one with how we were a long time ago. Like it's all whole foods. It's when when I'm in the garden playing with Lola, barefoot, earthing. I think that, it makes you feel nice, you know, <laughs> earthing. Like when I go on a walk now I, to get my sunlight, like I make sure that I don't wear sunglasses. I told you that. Yeah, you did. T- you did tell me that. I actually, you just said the morning. But even doesn't matter what the time of day is, unless like I'm driving or something, or like I'm going somewhere. Like I'm not really first. Like I know that I've got a nice amount of sunlight. Right. No glasses or anything. Where did I see? Ah, uh, George Heaton's. I saw that from George Heaton, because he was like, um, obviously he wears shades. Whenever you see him, he's wearing mm-hmm. yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. Oakleys, isn't he? He's got the. Rep- well, he's got his own now. ones now. Yeah, but you it's know what I'm saying. So cool. <laughs> but he was like. Um, we he, maybe did he get it from a podcast or something i'm not sure but he was like the first thing i do when i step out when the sun's out is i put my shades on but mm-hmm. you don't actually get the sun that you need to tell your body like <laughs> let's go like type thing yeah, yeah. um until past two o'clock or something like that mm-hmm. um, and obviously he's up at five in the morning so it's like the rule is no sunglasses until basically mid-afternoon the one thing that i don't like about the winter especially in this country is we don't get sunlight in the morning and getting sunlight first thing is one of the worst was yeah one of the yeah, best it's, it's, it's one of the best things that you could possibly yeah. do it was andrew huberman his perfect obviously he's oh, like, we fit we might finish from the gym sometimes in winter time and it's still dark yeah facts but you know, i was actually thinking about that the other day i was like first of all how much i enjoy that i'm sicker mode yeah it's yeah. absolutely horrible in the wind you don't want to get out of bed you don't want to walk out in the rain walk to the gym yeah from your car but it's like i was actually i was thinking about it, i was like 
like a fucking grind, man. Like yeah, we were, anim- no one's <laughs> we were animals it, in the winter, bro. Yeah, yeah. How much busy is the fucking gym in the morning? This is the yeah, first. Yeah, it is. This is the first. Do you think that's because it's nicer and easier to get out of bed? Facts. Or do you think it's because more people are going away? One time. And they've got you know, a goal prob- to get in shape? Probably both, bro. Probably both. Yeah. But I think definitely the weather massively plays a part. I mean, because the sun's coming up earlier, people are naturally getting up earlier. Yeah, true. There's a place in, where is it? that you, I think you sent it me, but I also saw it as well. well where the sun doesn't set at this time of year. Uh, somewhere in Iceland. Iceland? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And it was like, like cool. 11 o'clock at night and it's still bright blue skies. Like, it's Even so like cool. 1, 2 a.m., bro. Like, the sun doesn't set. Yeah. I'd love to I'd love to travel to places like that, bro. Like, just seeing we'll stuff, We'll get there, man. bro. I know. We'll get there, man. Speaking of we'll get there, um, let's touch into our uh, entrepreneur journey. <laughs> What do you want to touch on? How's life as a business owner, H? How you feeling right now? I like it, bro. Yeah? Of course I like it. Um, it's um, Well, we're, we like are officially like past our first six months as a proper kind of company, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, we were doing bits and bobs here, there and whatever, but as a legit company, we're like... We've done our, f- our first half the years yeah, out, yeah, yeah. like it's completed, it's ticked off. It's crazy, man. It's a, I wouldn't have, do you know what's, fuck, like how long, like this is gonna, literally probably going to be going on like for the rest of our lives, like literally. It's crazy to think that like what, we're only six what months do you mean? into Just everything, bro, just to do with oh, business Oh, oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. The, the, the thing for me is like, I remember on the first episode and I think I said it with another guest as well, like you, you can, like you can keep grinding with no results and like how tough it is but like from month three to five there was a lack of results and that powering through that after having a beautiful like outstanding months within the business prior like that was tough to to soldier through that and to make sure as well that we had capital liquid capital still there to actually pay ourselves to live yeah Yeah. that was fucking tough the thing is that the the stereotype is okay well work for three months and then you might start to see a little bit of something, but for us it was like, okay, we're the new kids on the block. We had a, I, I used the, I used the word swagger. Mm-hmm. We had a swagger about us, the way that That's we true. acted, and and the way that we strut ourselves, the way that we turn up to meetings, and there was like a, a fearlessness of let's walk in there and we're gonna fucking close them. Mm-hmm. And look, seventy five, eighty five, ninety five percent of the time it didn't work, but we kept doing it, and yeah, yeah. we got some work on a retainer basis. For at the time, which was really, really well paid. Yeah, were we putting out too much work for the how much we were getting paid? Mm-hmm. Probably. But, bro, we were like, I mean, in December, bro, I mean, we we were close. Obviously, we had a few little dip, bits and bobs, bro, but we did a five-figure month, G. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy, bro, in the first couple of months oh, no, that you're no, set no. up. So there's me and you. I mean, I remember a conversation just before we so- we sold out our New Year's event. It was New Year's Eve, Eve. Mm-hmm. Me, you and your old man were here and we've actually got yeah, it on barbecue. camera. Yeah, yeah. We've actually got it on camera, the footage that you guys will see when me and HJ have done everything in Honestly, life that we want to do. You guys will the see the content, man. Yeah, yeah, for real. And we're saying, yeah, man, like, this is like, bro, like, we're doing this already. Next month, January, we're going to go again and we'll go again and within within six months, watch, we'll be doing 60, 70,000 pound months and this, that, whatever. And we got ahead of ourselves and <laughs> yeah, thought, yeah. well, we've done this in this amount of time. We're only going to get stronger. Mm-hmm. Then we came to the realization of, oh, wait, one minute. It's January. A clients that we have on a retainer basis are tightening things up for the new year. Mm-hmm. 
everyone's gone quiet because our line of work was small businesses. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, we were going for small fish. Yeah. No, no so, offense to any of those business owners. If no, no, no. But at the end but of the day, it's, at the it's end true. Of, bro, in January, we've been there. We mm-hmm. worked them in yeah, January. Yeah. Everyone's it's fucking blown their money in Christmas. Uh, they've blown their money over Christmas and New Year's. They're trying to start January fresh. So they're not going out and drinking and eating bad, which is basically what the majority of our clientele was, food and drink on the kind of less healthy scale, let's yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. So we, instead of thinking, let's make sure that we keep our clients, which is what your dad said to us. He said, well, make sure they fucking stick around then, boys, mm. before you start thinking about the next ones. And yeah. you're, I remember you saying, nah, dad, we got this, man. Like, it's easy, man. You don't know, man. You, and what happened? Mm-hmm. Both of those clients that we're, we're, the, the two that we're talking about were gone. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we tried to get things moving again with the event, but that was a one-off event that was like, wow, okay, shit, we did that. Mm-hmm. The work that we were getting leading up to Christmas for the one-offs, Christmas parties here, there, and wherever, which were little cheeky jobs that were kind of coming in, weren't coming in. Stacking up. All of a sudden, you've gone from hitting X numbers of targets to shit. I've got no money. I'd say there was like a week and a half, two-week period, I remember, where I just... Did it do anything? Yeah, I, just had n- I had nothing to do. We, um, I was just I, editing like old clients. Yeah, bro. Like, re-editing it different ways. Yeah, of and course. Stuff. And then that was when we were a bit like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not as easy as we thought it was going to be. I think it takes a certain type of individual though to to go through that and to get through that. I'm not saying it was the toughest thing in the world, but... I'm happy we went mm-hmm. through that. And I, I feel like we will still go through periods like that oh, on a different scale maybe. Mm-hmm. Where, okay, well, we might, let's say, year down the line, Chris and H are fucking averaging £40,000 months. And all of a sudden, we cut our overheads and we do a £10,000 month. And we've got overheads and staff and rents to pay. And we're like, fuck, what are we going to do? It's a completely different mm-hmm. ball game, But it's the same situation, just with bigger numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like you said, it takes a very strong individual. Uh, in our case, individuals, which I think benefited mm-hmm. us to have each other. Well, one thing that people always say to me, is a, a well to be honest, the one person that had to come to mind now is Trey. Trey. He's going to be a future <laughs> podcast guest. We we spoke about him so many times, in it? but he he said to me like every time I speak to him on the phone or something, we're talking. He's like, "You're so lucky that you've got Chris, man." Yeah, because in those like, hard so times, lucky. bro, sometimes you need someone to be like, mm-hmm. "What we're we going to do?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to those thoughts with yourself, which make you go crazy and make you go insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What am I going to do? What? How am I going to get out of this? Mm-hmm. But also, what people don't understand is that you've got an extra person to feed. You've got Facts. an extra half that's going out somewhere. <laughs> Can you imagine if if one of us was just this all this dough that was coming in was just self employed, bro? You'd bro, be fucking balling, bro. bro. I would already have a range. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have the range, EG. <laughs> splitting it down the middle. <laughs> Fuck. But it's, <laughs> well, it's not even split it down the middle, really, is it? Yeah, no, yeah it's actually not split because we the pay ourselves the pennies from ours. what comes in yeah. from the business, but. If it wasn't being halved, I mean, I'd still probably have a range. <laughs> but listen, that, that's the price that we pay for coming to things together. But at the same time, would we be making the money that we're making if we didn't have each other in those hard times? Would we be in the rooms and the opportunities that we've got if we never had each other mm-hmm. as well? At the same time, you've got to take these things into consideration. And people know us as Chris and H as well. That's Facts. always been the... Facts. It's always been the thing. But yeah, man, fuck that. That got uh, that got deep. <laughs> Let's talk about. I just thought, what? <laughs> no, no. How deep you going? Oh God, <laughs> you're like horrible. You want to go deep? Uh, 
You just said people know us as Chris and H, and then you flip it to like it when I go deep. The fuck are you letting people think that? For no, me? no. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. you, you were gonna say something. What were you gonna say? Hey, you throw me now with you like go deep. No, you deep? was like, uh, you, oh, fuck. What were you gonna say? No, I, let's. I, I reckon say. let's flip it. Let's let's talk about the uh, the upside. Things are looking bright at the GMS offices. Um, <laughs> what's thing to come? That's nice. I said this to you yesterday. One go thing on. that's nice is like. I said it to you on the phone on the way home from the gym. How like how nice it is! Like little jobs are popping up. Like we've even got a job, like a, a pretty nice job, mm-hmm. booked up for October. Obviously, yeah. hope well not. Hopefully, we're gonna have our retainer clients then, so we know roughly how much we're gonna do a month. Yeah. But to have that work already set out for October, someone that's booking in for a one-off shoot and could potentially be a big business relationship. Yeah. It's pretty big, cool. big, big, big. And budget hopefully, they're listening investors. to the podcast now because that's kind of how they reached out. Facts. That was cool. Yeah, bro. I mean, look. Uh, we when we had this conversation yesterday, I said to you, it's inevitable, and it's just it's starting. The snowball effect mm-hmm. is starting, and the thing which is beautiful is, yeah, we do our outreach, but our last two potential huge clients have come to us yeah, from the pod, from the pod, and from our portfolio of work which we yeah, put yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So. We keep doing, like you said on the first podcast, having that belief in something that is not visible. We had that belief in something that is not visible and all of a sudden, it's very visible to the people that we want it to be visible to. Mm. So we're reaping the rewards of that as well. One thing that's, for me, one thing that is like being in a creative industry and like handling like, would, would you call me like more of the creative director? Facts. Yeah. Being, being, being the creative part of a business like and doing the more creative jobs is like when you finish a project like no matter what it is no matter how good it is no matter how good everybody else thinks it is you just sit there and you're like what have I done wrong like this isn't good I, like, you know not, not, not I don't think that's good. anything to do with the creative side of things I think that's just you as an no, individual I speak to so many creatives though and that's that's how they are I feel like I feel like the, uh, like a, a trait of like what are you are you holding the mic what do you mean look at <laughs> Put her down, bro. She's gonna ruin the audio, man. No, one thing that I, she's <laughs> holding it. You want to talk? Uh, <laughs> no, the one thing that like I feel like I have in common with creatives when I talk to them is it's like they finish their work and they're never truly happy with it. They're like, I could have done this better. I could have done that better. I think anybody that is good at what they do has the same outlook on yeah. whatever they do. I hear you. One thing I mean, I, 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 Ronaldo could score a hat trick in a game tomorrow and say, "Oh, but I missed that I chance could and could have got yeah. four. Thousand percent. I think anybody that has that that weird cutting edge, that mm-hmm. small percentage of people that just always want that more, mm-hmm. will always think that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's similar to us in with okay. Well, when we said last literally last week with Quinn, we hit this target. But before we booked anything to go and celebrate, well, I mean, even though you're fucking going. Everywhere, whatever. I'm joking, I'm joking. But before we booked anything to go and celebrate, before we said, yeah, let's go do this, let's go, blah, 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 we were saying, okay, well, what's next? Because that's just what's instilled into us of wanting more and and expecting more from ourselves. Um, Touching on Cyprus quickly. Where are you going? I think someone's just got you. One thing that I was going to say about Cyprus is like, I, I said this to my mom, like, I know that I need to go. Obviously for personal reasons, etc. Mm-hmm. But it's an inconvenience right now. Yeah. Straight up. But I have to go within the next few weeks. But it's, it's, it's an inconvenience. Like, and that's just going to fucking... 
that's just going to keep happening, bro. We're going to w- want to do so much stuff, and we're not really going to have time. Like, what about Manon we spoke to? What? <laughs> How has she done that? Right, my dog has just opened the door. Lo! Now, come here. I knew this was going to fucking happen, G. She's just let, let her do her thing, bro. Let her just go down. She's just leave her. There you go. Um, we, I mean, we spoke to Manon the other day, videographer, friend of ours, and he, I mean, he said that he's worked every day since, like, pre-Christmas. Yeah, or something like that, it, and it's, that's what it's going to be. Thing like. is, our line of work is very we're very blessed to be in the line of work that we are, and, and the the positive things that come with it. Mm-hmm. But what people don't understand is that you have to work around the clock, even though you've got the freedom of we've got our freedom to come here mm-hmm. at fucking two o'clock in the afternoon in the middle of the week so, and film a podcast. Yeah. That's great, but nobody saw Sunday at seven o'clock when everyone's pissed and been in the sun all day when we've got to finalize the YouTube and make sure everything's set up and uploaded and make sure your thumbnails are on point and everything. No one sees that stuff. Uh, And obviously I'm giving the podcast as an example Mm -hmm. with client work. Once something's done, you've got a certain amount of time to turn it around or else a client's not happy and they ain't coming back. I'm going to say even one thing that people probably don't even realize that we're doing is like even the client messages at 11 PM on a Sunday. Yes. Yes. We ain't, we ain't leaving them until the next day. Reply straight away. Of course. Urgency. Yeah. People don't realize how how intense it can get, and how and how how much it can be when you, even even when it's not directly like work. So directly for us, work would be film and edit. Yeah. But the, even the client messages and stuff like that, like you have to be on it. Like it's a twenty four hour and, thing. Back and forth on the emails. Has that email come back up? Do I chase it? Do I not yet? Does it come across too eager? Mm-hmm. Am I over outreaching? Am I not? All of these type of things that you're in a mental battle with yourself mm-hmm. of. Do I do this now? Do I not? How should it come across? Is that client going to think this of me? Do you, we have to treat different clients differently. Yeah. You have to treat some clients like we're a big fucking corporation and I'm going to put you through to Mario, who's head of sales, who lock in the meeting. You sign it off with a different name and that kind of stuff. And then you've got you guys that are the local dudes that are family businesses or whatever that want a one-off shoot. And you say, I'm going to take care of you, man. And you speak to them from your personal phone number. And you have to be able mm-hmm. to manage and people please and... Look, I, when you say people don't think, uh, people don't see what goes into it and don't understand how hard it is, I think that's with everything mm-hmm. and with every business. A lot yeah. of people are very quick to see the benefits that come with the business, but don't see all of the what fucking shit in. that goes into yeah, yeah, getting yeah. the benefits. I, I think that's just the day and age that we live in, bro, mm-hmm. and the, the culture that we're in and a part of. People are very quick to take the good things and see the good things and idolize the good things, especially with platforms love, like Instagram, etc. Do, you know, do you know what I like? I don't know if this is going to sound shallow or not. Go on. But I love when someone asks me what I do and I don't say I work in the family fish and chip shop now. Yeah. I, I, I do digital marketing. Now, do you know, um, something like that, or at video the, production. the barbers, so, bro, the barbers, there's a new kid in the chair. You haven't met him yet. Cause you get there before yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. anyway. And, uh, I was leaving and he was going to the Starbucks to get a coffee for the boys, whatever. And it's the first time I've ever been one-on-one with him. And he goes, oh, so what do you do, bro? I goes, oh, I, um, I've got a marketing agency and I do a podcast. And he turned to me and went, whoa. I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool feeling yeah, though. Bro. Especially like when you're like, I'm not a chicken boy anymore. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's what we used to be though for you when we're out in town. Obviously, my, the family businesses for me were all out of Worcester. Yeah. I, the only time I'd get recognized for cooking fish and chips was in Gloucester. Yeah, facts. For you, it was, we'd yeah, gone and we- out. I remember 
people come up to you, oh, it's Chicken Boy from Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls, yeah. Oh, but they wouldn't be throwing shade, but yeah, it'd be no. like, fuck you, bro. Chicken Boy. Fuck me, innit? Look at you, you fucking dick. <laughs> not minging, bro. Fucking do your hair next time, bro. Your breath smells. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, I acted on emotion yeah. then. I got very triggered. No, but like, even like when it's like an event where there's like networking opportunities or something like that, like yeah. being able to say to someone, oh, this is what I do. I could help you here. Like, just bring, just going into this is what I do like that is just oh bro even first of all I mean, cooler and I feel like that level of respect that you're gonna get from someone facts um, even more even the uh, so just, I mean, I'm not throwing shade on anybody that doesn't I don't think have it, their it own came across that, that, I just don't want like people that. to think that I throw shade on on not having a business or oh, not gee, you're being a bitch that. right now bro no one took it like that <laughs> nah nah for real call me a fucking bitch <laughs> nah <laughs> I just don't want people to because there's nothing wrong if someone wants a normal job. Of course, bro, but you never said it was wrong yeah, for yeah. people. You're talking how much better it makes you feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that feeling true. might inspire someone to step away from being the chippy boy for their example mm-hmm. to go and chase their shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't you don't need to sugarcoat it like that, bro. You never you said your shit, own yeah, your shit. Yeah, yeah, it's true, Hannah. Even offering our value in what we do, for example, one of our previous podcast guests is going to be on a pay-per-view event with some very big names, some of the biggest in this industry anyway. And we can slide in on a DM and because that person came on our podcast, which was the first level of value that we added, Mm -hmm. saw the setup that we've got and how professional we are and what we do, then built a personal relationship because of the respect of the business that we actually run behind the scenes that they then, to the point where we might actually now have exclusive vip passes in a different country to one of the biggest social media events mm. of the next three yeah, months the YouTube boxing. because we, yeah because we can go and add some value to someone a couple of times and the whole beta squad's going to be in the same section as us yeah and yeah, we yeah. can ask aj should be able to come on a fucking podcast because he's never done well, one. aj would probably be the target because AJ is the, probably the one that gets the least attention, I reckon. Out bro, of he's so funny. Bro. I know he's funny, fucking trying. But, but 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 what I'm saying is like that. These opportunities come from that. Do you know? Just quickly, side note: out of the Beta Squad, I'd want Nico on. Just yeah, but bro, Nico, to- Nico ain't coming nowhere, bro. Without a big bag, bro, you don't even need to. I don't think any <laughs> of them need he's to. So funny, bro. Yeah, he's, no, none of them need to. He'd come on our podcast and he'd slaughter us. Why? Nah, he just you, you just think he just a troll, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me Nico would come on and did just you, sit there and be like, just, yeah. So I grew quickly, up in. No, no, we wouldn't, bro. No, quickly, just another side note. Did you see the la- their latest video or not? The Australian one. Yeah, it's really good. I thought it was really good. They all did shit, and then it got to Nico. I knew yeah. that Nico. Was no, because you could well just tell start. that there was like fourteen minutes left, and Nico's last yeah, to yeah. go. And I was like, right, okay. So Nico always just does the best in whatever they do. Yeah, but because he, he can. He's similar to Kyle from Nelk that he can adapt to any situation yeah, yeah, yeah. perfectly mm-hmm. instantly. So when things are coming, like he used the questions that the other boys got caught out on, <laughs> he, he used them yeah, <laughs> against yeah. the people that he yeah, was doing. Yeah, so yeah. like he was like, even whilst he was watching the other boys, he was like, yeah, that was funny, but I'm going to use that question. <laughs> what's your favorite flavor of shapes? That's the one that Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but the thing is, when he goes, what's your favorite shapes? And uh, Chuck, what did Chuck say? Like squares and circles or some shit. And they were like, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Not, I feel like Nico would probably be the one out of them lot that I'd, I'd want to. Or Sharky. I feel like Sharky He's would brilliant. be good vibes. I think Sharky would be open to, to say him. Bro, I think you're underestimating how boozy these men listen, are. Bro. I'm, listen, I'm not saying that they're going to come on our yeah. podcast. But my mum was actually saying to me the other day. Go on. Because we I was listening to Tate in the morning, his new. Uh, 
his new live with Aiden. <laughs> yeah. And my mom was like, my mom was like, hey, it's just ask him. He's saying like, I'm open to come on podcasts that aren't, that okay, aren't so, like. Okay, but bro, just email him. Hey, just ask him. Hey, just do this. Do you know what bro, it is? You never he's been know. on two things. One with Aiden and one with the guys that he, both these guys he's already done stuff with. The fact that he's open is bullshit because he ain't done anything. How many other podcasters have done the same thing as us? So like, let's get you. Tate on. Let's do this. I let's you, but do I that. feel like, obviously, I'm not saying that I know Tate personally, but I feel like we've if, got a cutting edge. No, because turn like, up with a no, box no, of chocolates. because he sees a small podcast. He sees two young boys. That let's turn up to do with it. two boxes of chocolates, one for each of them. <laughs> the, see, but the that's taken is, by surprise. See, the thing is, is, I feel like we book a flight and go to Romania, and we're like, we've got a podcast. Here's two boxes of chocolates. I feel like Tate would be like, ah, fuck it, why not? Come in. <laughs> you want, oh, I've got a cigar, got some whiskey and some I holes. Feel like, I feel like you would. <laughs> we Tate, interviewed Andrew Tate for 24 hours. Tate, if you're listening, we'll come to Romania. <laughs> you're listening. And we'll, we'll book our flights. Listen, we'll, if we get a thousand likes on this video, me and Hedge will book a flight to Romania and we'll be, vlog it for the Goomspot account. Bro, that would be the coolest vlog, bro. We fucking would we'll vlog it on the Goomspot account. Goomspot no, no, on tour. No, listen, because I think we should clip this and email this to him, right? <laughs> Tate, listen, right, you're going to switch the camera back to you now as well on the clip. And listen, if you, Tate, if you open in this email right now, we're going to book our own flights to Romania. We're going to bring you and Tristan two boxes of chocolates. One each. Not one, big, one big, each. Nice chocolates, not like quality streets, nothing shit like that. Nah, we we'll go get some chocolates. bougie, yeah, something nice. Uh, or we get one of each. So you man can have the nasty ones and you can have the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. And if, if you think that these two boxes of chocolates are worth it, instead of one box, <laughs> come on the podcast. Just come yeah. on the podcast, man. And listen, he's got the top G look back now. <laughs> Did you <laughs> oh, see the video? But it was like slow-mo and the guy was like <laughs> no, shaving was so his head. I was like, there's only smoking. one person that can defeat the Matrix. The top G persona. <laughs> no, he just, he just said the top G. I have to bring the top G back. Because yeah. he was the scruffy G before. Yeah, yeah. Now he's the top G again. <laughs> the thing is, what pisses me off, though, I don't know what's new Tate and what's old Tate now because he just looks the same again. Mm. Whereas like post-prison Tate, I could tell that it yeah, was post-prison yeah, yeah, Tate because yeah, 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 he yeah. was a bit grizzly. He had the hair on top. But do you, do you think Free top G, man. About- I think everything, how horribly said that Romanian prison was. Well, he didn't say that it was like outright horrible. I think he's like exaggerated it slightly. How dirty it was. Surely he's exaggerated. Look, listen. We, we know he's gonna prison. S- we don't know. He's going to sell a story. He yeah. always is. Yeah, he's, I think he's, he's going to over-exaggerate it to an extent. But to the point of him saying like, oh, with the cockroaches and all of this shit, he probably found a cockroach in, in this thing a couple of times. The same way in Cyprus, you go to the house for the first time in a couple of months mm-hmm. and you'll find a cockroach in the toilet. Like, it's just that type of place. Yeah, yeah. It, he's not going to sleep with, like, 500 cockroaches in his fucking room, bro. Because what are you going to do? You do that, or you put it out the little window, or you put it through the thing, and that's it. And cockroaches it's done. are minging, though. Yeah, and they stink as well, don't they? Yeah. Well, they live in the sewers, don't they? I mean, in Cyprus, that's where they come out of. In the sewers? Yeah. yeah you have to put the cups over the drains, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you get the lone wolves that make their way out. <laughs> fucking cockroaches, man. <laughs> Imagine being a cockroach. What's the purpose? Because obviously the, it says in the Bible that everything has, every animal has its purpose. What's the purpose of like a cockroach? Or what, like, what's the purpose of like a rat? <sighs> You're asking the wrong dude here, bro. I mean, I'm not really too clued up on rats or cockroaches. So <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I think I'd I can like imagine it just being circle of life. So I can imagine their purpose might be to just be the food of an animal that has a bigger purpose. Now, listen, do you know what? I actually hear you because that, Technically, it's a purpose. Yeah. Or something else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, pff, fuck knows. Do you not think it's crazy that, like, how, like... What's your purpose? How, what's my purpose? Damn. Fuck, 
you know, I feel like you asked me this a couple of weeks ago. I did, and, and really you told me, to you to, yeah, you told me, let me think on it. Um, I you haven't done your homework, have I you? Haven't given it, I haven't given it thought, but I think that my purpose, I, I, I tell you, I'll tell you what I enjoy and what I feel like I would like my purpose to be, but I enjoy overcoming a difficult task, whether that's like me going for a long run and stuff Bro, like that. You, you, that's not your purpose, though. I wouldn't say... You're saying, what do I enjoy? No, but I'm saying that that could be a purpose because uh, one of the, probably the the longest tasks that we've got going on that's hard is growing the business. No, and your purpose me, is to... Okay, yeah, no. I've, to I've, reproduce. I've absolutely butchered it. Yeah, that's the actual natural purpose. Yeah, yeah, so your purpose is to reproduce. So in terms of reproduction, okay, so my purpose would be to reproduce, to leave a legacy for my children to then carry on and also leave them with something that is going to put them in a situation which I wasn't I wasn't in mm-hmm. a better situation to have a better life. I hear you. I'm, just, no, I'm not saying I that's my purpose. I'm just saying I think that's that the nice way that though. you would break it down. No, that was nice though. Yeah. Is that actually your purpose or not? Let's roll off your tongue. It's something that, yeah, facts. I, w- I would say... I think it's I definitely say, something I, I, that I, I value. I, I think it's something important. you value yeah. as well. I would say family's important. Correct. Yeah. I still... I don't, I don't have the answer yet. I don't... I'd, I'd be lying if I said that I do know what my purpose is. I don't think I do. Well, yeah, like, uh, again, like I said a couple of podcasts back, like when you said to me about having a favourite quote, I couldn't tell you one. And if I tell you one, I would be disingenuous because there's not one that comes straight to my head. I've just thought and if of it, one. Oh, God. Go on. Don't you don't know me, son! <laughs> That's a great quote, though. So <laughs> I, the, the quote goes something like this. So um, I, I, I'm saying something like this, like it's really long, but it's just... Uh, don't work hard trying to make someone else's dreams happen, which is basically like implying. No, what? what I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say something leading on from that, and then I think we should round up. But I do you remember my boss. My boss turned up with a Ferrari. Yeah, and I said, "Nice Ferrari, boss." And he turned around. Year, yeah, yeah, if you work hard for the next five years, I might be able to get another one. <laughs> Such a fire. It's true, though. It is true. It's true, though. It is true. But. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed this conversation. It was better than, yeah. It was obviously this, this is so like no, I'm saying better than, but it's like obviously we were speaking about some different topics before we actually even jumped on and did the pod. Yeah, and stuff like very that. spontaneous very, podcast. Yeah, it was unorganized as fuck today. Yeah, we made it work. I think yeah. the set looks brilliant. Mm. Um, I think the topics of conversation were great, really vast. Um, and yeah, this is going to be the last in-house for a while now. Mm-hmm. Because we've got a we've couple got of fucking guests coming out our asses. Apparently, yeah, we've got a couple of exciting guests coming up over the next kind of four to five weeks. All being well, I don't want to jinx anything. Um, but yeah, so yeah, love. Make sure that you um follow on Spotify and YouTube, and uh, like and all that good shit. Yeah, all of that good shit, baby. We've got to keep these lights on. Two boxes of chocolates as well. Yeah, one box of celebrations and one like bougie one. <laughs> Maybe like some fucking Thorntons or some shit. Just getting four. I actually, you know, when I said to email that clip to Tate, I'm being dead ass. Yeah, we do it, bro. Do you know what the email is? Find it, bro. <laughs> Surely it's on his Twitter, bro. Or even if we just DM him it on Twitter, you can send DM it on Twitter. Right, Imagine. fuck this company. Anyway, listen, Pete. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll guys, catch you later, man. Yeah, see you all next week, see man. You later. Love. Peace. <laughs>